Good morning to our loyal WFYL listeners around the world. Welcome back to your Philadelphia Friday, only on Fox News Radio. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in once again, because you still have the right to hear and the right to be heard. We're here with you broadcasting from a cave with Philly, Chris, and Russ on 1180WFYL.com. Coming to you straight from this cave in the middle of nowhere during quarantine in the Delaware Valley. And we continue to fight day in, day out as your voice of freedom. I'm attorney Mike Jeremita from Jeremita Law Offices, but everybody knows me as Mike G., and you're listening to Mike G in the morning with the Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I want to remind everybody, now that you're all quarantined, to jump in on the action. Participate in the free and open exchange of thoughts and ideas throughout the entire week through the Mike G in the Morning social media platforms. Our YouTube channel, Mike G in the Morning, trying to put videos up there every week. Don't forget to like our videos and subscribe. Our Facebook page is facebook.com. Our Twitter handle is at Radio Mike G. And we've also got a screen name on the Instant Grams website. And our screen name on that Instant Grams is Mike G in the Morning. I also want to remind everybody about our powerhouse lineup here at Fox News Radio WFYL. We've got Ben Shapiro with the Ben Shapiro Show weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Scott Adams bringing you the Scott Adams Show weekdays from 9 a.m. until noon. Second Amendment advocate Dana Lash comes on weekdays from 1 p.m. right until Ben Shapiro. And finally, we've got Michael Savage bringing you the Savage Nation weekdays at 6 p.m. So don't forget to tune in and show him some love. And with that, you know what time it is. Buckle up and enjoy the rocket. You know, we've got quarantine lockdown in full swing. It's been several weeks since this has been in effect. A lot going on. And you know, the more people see what's going on in the world today, the more people start to feel like perhaps we're not being told just about everything. There was a video that came out a couple of days ago. Russ sent it over to me. Hot mic at the White House briefing. Russ, why don't you play that clip? We'll talk a little bit about this. What's up, baby? All right, man. What do you know, baby? You can take out the mask. The uh, case fatality rate's like 0.1 to 0.3, according to the USC. Is it really? That's, uh, that's reassuring. USC. Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. USC and LA County Public Health came out with a study. They found that there were 7,000 cases in California. But they really believe that there are anywhere from 221,000 to 442,000 people who were infected. Really? Yeah. So that makes it 0.1 to 0.3? Okay. Is this 
study to give out major? Yeah, just give it to that. So it suggests that the patient calendar is going to that's incredible very incredible. interesting stuff you know wow. the first question becomes is that real because if that was doctored up and you know somebody made this video to to look good basically what it is a couple of guys talking at the the white house press briefing i don't know if it's before or after but one of them's wearing a mask and the other one's saying, hey, you know, you, know, you cut it out with the act already. We all know it is what it is. Right. But, it, it, you know, who can be sure whether it's true, whether it's a real video or whether it's doctored? I'd like to hear some more professional opinions about that. But if that is true, that's absolutely outrageous. Can everybody agree with me on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right, Mike. It's uh, troubling to hear if it's real. It's very troubling. I mean, I, I don't know what we're supposed to do with that, but I guess that's part of the problem these days that you've got people who doctor these online videos, right? These videos that get put out there on the Internet. And then if you actually believe them, then it's like you're the idiot for buying into it, right? It's like, right. oh, I can't believe you fell for that one. And there's so much of that stuff out there that you've really got to be careful what you, you push out there is true. Russ, have you heard anything additional about this? I have not. So I want to keep an eye on this over the next few days. But what are some of the most surprising things we see out of here? Well, first of all, talking about the low mortality rate, I think we could all probably presume just by using some common sense that the mortality rate isn't what it appears to be. Right. Because right. there is no way that we've got an accurate count of how many people actually have this thing. If it's really as highly contagious as it seems to be and there really are cases where people have the virus and don't even realize they have it because they're asymptomatic or they've got very mild symptoms, then of course the number is way higher than what we're seeing. And therefore, the amount of people who die compared to the people who actually have the virus would be a much, much lower percentage. Uh, you know, the mortality rate being lower than it appears to be right now. I think we all know that. Anybody who's got a little bit of common sense, we've seen cases where people have this and their symptoms uh, or not very severe. I mean, in the NBA, we saw a couple of cases. And keep in mind, these guys are obviously in top physical condition and everything like that. They're not necessarily people who fall into that category of at risk. But, you know, perhaps there's a whole lot of younger people or people who are not at risk in the, the world who do have the virus. And because they're not being counted, the mortality rate looks much higher than it does. Is that fair, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a great point, Mike. And, you know, I was looking at the news today to get ready for the show, and it was reported uh, just today in New York that, you know, one in five New York residents uh, infected with CCP virus uh, have antibodies in their system. So they're saying that, uh, you know, a large percentage of the residents are actually already showing it based on some sampling. So depending on how those tests are working. But, you know, I think as we've been talking about for weeks now, the numbers, you know, the foundation behind the numbers, kind of that garbage in, garbage out thing we talked about, mm. uh, they just haven't made a lot of sense. So I think we're, you know, still not exactly sure where we are, but at least it looks like as more numbers come in, um, the death rate's lower, which is great news, of course. But I guess we'll see in the long run what it really still means because there's still so much, uh, so many discrepancies, I guess, behind the way they're reporting these numbers and obtaining them with the testing. Right. In my it, opinion, now, yeah. there are a lot of people who have died. You know, it's not like absolutely. Yes. That, yes. Yes. You know, 
part of you wants to think that you know if you're counting deaths and everything like that that number can't possibly be off but maybe it can right are they actually testing these people who pass away or are they presuming that a lot of people who passed away must have had the virus well you know it's interesting some of the things i've been looking into as we've been talking about this for weeks now is uh, there's been some things going on on the back end with the way the death certificates have been completed and some doctors have come forward uh, you know, discussing the fact that they were encouraged to put it down, even though there were other symptoms. And apparently, as we talked about last week, there's some financing going on behind the scenes. So it's it's troubling to hear if some of those things are driving the numbers. Most importantly, of course, as you mentioned, you know, people are losing their lives and suffering and a lot of loss right now. So we don't want to forget about all that and, and uh, the importance of, of that aspect of everything. But we want accuracy. And it seems like it's just all over the place, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just to give everybody an update, we've got a little over 850,000 confirmed cases in the United States. Um, it says around 7,800 are critical, uh, almost 48,000 deceased, almost 85,000 recovered. It says 719,000 active cases. So, uh, you know, if only a small percentage of those are critical, then that's good news. Of course, you know, it's sad when anybody passes away, but unfortunately, we live in a world where this kind of stuff happens. So you got to, to some degree, take it into perspective. Did you see that there was a protest over in Harrisburg earlier in the week? Yeah, I did see some of that, Mike. Yeah, that that was interesting. It looks like some other folks are starting to protest in other areas, you know, against what's going on, of course. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because there's definitely this struggle between, you know, keeping your loved ones safe and also not allowing the government to completely strip you of freedom. Now, if I were somebody who were voluntarily staying inside to protect my loved ones, uh, maybe have at-risk folks in the family, when you hear King Philip get on the microphone and say the kind of things that we heard him say last week, that right. makes me want to take a ride over to New Jersey and, and take a nice <laughs> stroll, <laughs> walk around. I'll, I'll break my streak of staying in the house for how many days right. uh, just for the sake of defying the king's orders. And yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to feel that way. Do you, do you think a lot of people feel that way? You know, the more people I talk to, uh, it does seem that way. You know, some close friends, family, other folks I've talked to out in the community and you know, I think um, when we reflect back on on all of this, one of the biggest questions will be, you know, how were these decisions made? And, you know, looking back at the data, um, you know, granted, this has happened every hundred years for several centuries now, these these uh, epic flus. But, you know, they made some pretty significant decisions here and around the world based on the numbers provided by China and even our own internal numbers about shutting the whole economy down, which I think is why Trump is, is so focused on that because of mm. the damage there. So, yeah, I think that'll be an interesting question to reflect back on later, Mike. Yeah, well, we know that the China numbers are garbage, but yeah, yeah, it's just all like we've been talking about, you know, and how how could we trust them anyway with some of the other stuff they've been doing to us over the years? And Trump has brought, you know, a lot of that to our attention. So why we, we would even trust that information to begin with is, is concerning. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens with that. whole. I, here's one takeaway I took from the whole Harrisburg protest and there were Pittsburgh protests is that these people went out there and they did what they did. And as far as I understand, nobody got arrested, right? Nobody got thrown in jail and the police didn't come and break it up. So 
Yeah. That shows to some degree the Constitution is alive and well, right? That these people did go out there and exercise their rights. Maybe the governor's talking a big game and some of these leftist politicians, these socialist politicians are talking a big game. But when it com- comes down to it, you know, our rights, our freedoms are still in order. And right. I've been speaking to a lot of people who uh, very much believe in uh, – taking measures voluntarily to keep mm-hmm. family members safe, but also at that same time, absolutely abhor the government demanding that these measures be taken. Do you understand the difference, Chris? Yeah, I think it's a great point. And I was going to ask you, you may have seen it. I was looking at the news again today and I saw the comments that uh, Mayor Eric uh, Garcetti made out in L.A. Did you see some of that? No, no, no. Give it to us. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he made some public statements. Uh, Actually, Tucker was talking about it, Tucker Carlson. And um, I believe that... uh, Really? I thought you meant Chris Tucker. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess he said that 99% of the folks are are complying, uh, but that they're actually monitoring people's traffic patterns, cell data usage, and they're going to track down the last 1% of the folks who are not following the, the guidelines to stay at home. Ah, uh, oh, heck no. See, that, that's where we draw the line. That's, <laughs> the, that's where we draw the line. There, right. there is nothing wrong at making a conscious decision for the sake of your family uh, to stay inside. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. When the government starts making demands, I think that a lot of people who believe in our Constitution and believe in this country have an issue with it. Right. And it may very well be that the Mrs. G is right, that the, the very thing that makes this country great, freedom in and of itself, uh, could end up potentially harming people. But that's that comes with every bit of freedom, doesn't it? Every type of liberty right. has some kind of a, a risk involved with it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you bring up a good point. Absolutely. You know, and if we sacrifice our freedom and, and liberty for a, a small piece of uh safety, then um, we deserve neither, as uh, uh, Ben Franklin said many years ago. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want us to talk a little bit about not this video in and of itself. Um, you know, like we said, if if this video is real, then these things are absolutely outrageous, very disturbing. What about the, the vaccination part? What did you get? What did you make of that? Everybody's been vaccinated. Well, oh, you didn't get your vaccine yet? i made one myself i don't know if it's gonna work (laughs) the government showed up at your door and then uh put a needle in your arm chris (laughs) i told him i was like i got my own i have my own already i'm good thank you did you did you hear Um, and i'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here but did you hear that in some places people were knocking on doors and showing up and saying hey you know we're here from the government and we're gonna do your COVID-19 test and they'd take saliva from somebody and then charge them $200 and tell them they had to pay right now. Did you hear about that? I hear about some scams and it's pretty crazy. You know, it's really sad to see that happening. But um, as we know, throughout history, people tend to take advantage of a crisis, uh, especially those folks who don't want to fall the loss. So yeah, pretty crazy. But I'm not sure why you would trust somebody who came up to your door to do that. That's uh, Don't do that. I, I Anybody who's listening, don't do that. that. Right, yeah, right. If we thought that uh, the, the scams we've talked about in this program are bad enough, please don't do that. Don't yeah. answer the door to strangers. Uh, Unless we're, me, I'll be doing that next week, Mike, and I will be. And, uh, knock, knocking on the <laughs> listeners' doors. Right? Right. Uh, hey, hey oh, did you hear that the, 
the test that they are giving in reality has something yes. like a 35 or 38 percent false negative rate, meaning if you test negative, then you still have a 35 or 40 percent chance of having the virus. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did see some information about that. And I've been trying to look into the testing a bit more because I know there's been several tests. And from what I read in some of the science journals, it looks like they're trying to isolate um, you know, the genetic sequencing, but that it could still pick up any SARS-related virus because of the way the COVID-19 uh, cellular structure is. With so that, that would be false positive. But the, what I yeah, heard is that, there's a test yeah. that's a false negative. That's oh, I slightly, see what you're saying. Right. Sure. That's sure. slightly oh, more right. accurate than flipping a coin. I yeah. mean, you've got to be kidding me. We could set up a tent on the corner, Chris. What we'll right. do is we'll set up a tent on the okay. corner and tell everybody, we got the Mike G and Philly Chris uh, COVID-19 test, right? We got the coronavirus test over here, and it's half the price of the other one that they're giving out. And then we just flip right. a coin, right? It's almost as accurate as the government. It's not quite as accurate. We're just going to flip a coin. Heads, you got it. Tails, you don't. What do you think of that? I, the way I would look at that is it's exactly the same and totally different and a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay. we should be in Rittenhouse Square maybe tomorrow. We'll, we'll uh, right. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Right. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. You know, when he talked about being vaccinated and people have the vaccine already, I kind of wonder if it is real. I wonder if he was. Uh, thinking people have been tested already rather than vaccinated. Maybe he misspoke or something. If there is a vaccine out there, they're hiding it from people. Um, but that that would be a little bit outrageous. What do you think? Yeah, totally. I, I agree. You know, I did look into that briefly after I heard it, and I did see that there's 70 vaccines in development, and there's three in trials right now. So Maybe it would, you know, the only thing that makes sense to me is maybe somehow they got into one of those trials and they're trying would, it out on the press and people yeah, are right. looking the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing. So maybe we already have it, Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the people who work at the White House and all these these press folks, they just moonlight as guinea pigs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so give us a shot the last time we were in the studio. He didn't tell us what the Ross, what was that for? That shot. Yeah, what was that that needle that you gave us? I don't I I forget. Yeah, uh, we try. I trust Russ. I trust Russ with a needle better than I do the government. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, well, you, know, you see in the who and all those folks. I'm not it so sure what's dinosaur slippers and all. Um, so right. I want to go off of this. You know, we hear this kind of thing, and if true, would be absolutely infuriating. Government hiding things from us. Um, but they don't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. What I want to talk sure. about is over uh, over the years, there have been situations where the government has been caught lying. But there are also things that people conjure up regarding events that oh, that's not the true story. Here's what was really going on over there. And it's not necessarily proven. It's not like there's been revelations that have come on out. And people like this get labeled conspiracy theorists, right? If you yes. have any kind of distrust for what the government has said, then it becomes a conspiracy theory. If you don't believe the official story, then it becomes a conspiracy theory. And especially at times like these when everybody's locked up in the house uh, and we're dealing with this type of event, I think a lot of people are looking for different answers, thinking what they're telling us can't possibly be true. Um, 
Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Certainly not 100% of it. I think that would be foolish to think that literally everything they tell us is what's what's going on, whether they know it or not, right? Government, sure. if, even if they're not lying, they could be entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. But Well, it's interesting that they, they created that term, that government created the term conspiracy theory. I did look into that, and there's information really? out there. Yeah. Really? So, so what's that all about? Uh, well, you know, I believe, unfortunately, they decided to classify those individuals who confront, you know, the the story provided by the government and question it, like you said, uh, as conspiracy theorists. Um, so they turned that coin because we know conspiracies are real and they happen. We've seen it throughout history. Um, so they wanted to kind of, you know, take away from the validity of those folks who do question it and call them conspiracy theorists. So, so when did that happen? I'd have to double check. I uh, I could find that. I'll I'll look I'll look it up right now while we're talking and okay. see if I can find it. It'd be interesting that uh, yeah. interesting because some conspiracy theories are off the wall. There there's sure. no doubt about it. Um, and people love spending time talking about conspiracy theories, almost as you know a, a form of entertainment. Right? People get really obsessed with this stuff. Uh, they keep mm-hmm. looking into it and they, they try to find different ways. I wonder if with certain conspiracy theories, if people don't come to a conclusion, right, say this is mu- what must have really happened and then sort of spend time trying to support that theory rather than looking at things objectively and trying to figure out exactly what happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Sort of like like yeah. justifying uh, whatever result they predicted in their head. and. People find this kind of stuff extremely entertaining because think about any time you're watching a movie, if you know what's coming next, it's not not enjoyable. It's not fun. If you're predicting everything that happens throughout the entire movie, it's like watching one of them Hallmark Christmas movies, right? You ever watch one of them with with uh, oh yeah, with your loved ones, right? And yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous because you could tell everything that's going to happen. It's like uh, every single story is exactly the same. Right. You got somebody right. who's like some kind of high-powered executive, right? And they don't have time for a family, and they work so hard, and it's mm-hmm. Christmas time, and and they're not really spending any time on Christmas. And then somebody shows up and shows them, uh, you know, it's better to slow down and stop focusing so much on work, and this is what's really important in life. And at the end, they become a completely different person because they realize, you know, the true meaning of life around Christmas time. We've seen a right. million movies like that. For me, they're not entertaining. They're not enjoyable. I know that my wife absolutely loves them. <laughs> there, are lot, there are a lot of people out there who love them. They must be doing something right in that respect. But for me, I don't like to watch a movie where I know everything that's going to happen. And so sometimes I guess it's exciting to think that maybe what we're being told isn't true and there's going to be some kind of plot twist. Something else is going to come out and things are going to be completely different than you thought they were. What are some right. of, you think about some of the the most exciting plot twists in movies, right? Think of like Sixth Sense or something like that, or Butterfly. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. Those, those kinds of movies where you, you couldn't have seen it coming in a million years and, uh, you know, so, whoa. And it would be interesting thing that things like that could happen in real life. Did you figure out what time when that started to come out? 
Um, it, it looks like from what I'm seeing, I do want to double check it because I don't know if it's 100 percent true. So I want to state that. And, you know, anything I share on the air, most of it's made up anyway. Just kidding. of course. <laughs> but, but, but don't you know, don't trust me. Do your own research. You know, there's a lot of information out there and we're trying to look into these things right now. But uh, it looks like it was back around the Kennedy assassination. And people claim the CIA invented it, you know, to oh. get people you know, just to disregard those people would come forward and say they knew things or maybe had theories about it. So that's what it looks like. That's from what interesting. I, can and what, I wonder yeah. if we could get a hold of somebody who's, you know, who was old enough at that point in time that they would remember either hearing it before then or not. That would be yeah, interesting yeah, to find sure. out. Because question. I'll look into it more for the next episode and I'll double check. So well, regardless of what the term was called back then, yeah, there's always been the concept of a conspiracy theory, meaning what it actually is, has always been around, right? Well, and whether or not they had a name to call it at the time. Yes. It, that's a good it, and there were always these theories where that people have that, you know, what we're being told isn't exactly true. This is what really happened. And right. some of them are, some of them end up being true and some of them end up being completely off the wall. But I want to talk about uh, some of the conspiracy theories that are out there. Yeah. And because I don't think that it's fair that because something isn't, uh, you know, widely accepted or 100 percent proven is accurate, that right. you can't talk about it. Otherwise, you look like a nut job. Right. And I, I don't sure, call myself a conspiracy theorist or, or anything like that. I really haven't gotten into a bunch of these, but I think that it's important well, to, to question things and to not exactly not not accept 100 percent is gospel what the government's telling you. Absolutely. And I think a good example of that might be, you know, the discussion, uh, you know, for many years about uh, UFOs, right? Mm. That's always been sort of a conspiracy theory. However, there's been some disclosure around that for the first time ever under President Trump. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen some of the videos that were released by the Navy, some of the top fighter jets who interacted with. Um, sure. I remember seeing the Tic Tac one, yeah. right? The one that they yeah, kept saying sure. it looks That's like a, a Tic Tac. Yeah. Right. And for those of you who haven't seen that, um, Tucker Carlson, honestly, I, I mentioned him again. Um, I was talking to him the other day, actually, and he was asking about coming on the show. But I said we've been pretty busy. So <laughs> you might get, I'm just kidding. Of course, I love Tucker. But uh, we'd be honored. But anyway, um, you know, he's done a really good job of revealing some of that and showing the video and having some of the pilots on and, and government officials, because there there are things in our atmosphere moving around that uh, don't follow what we have all been taught, you know, are the normal rules and laws of physics. So that went from sort of conspiracy theorists to, well, wait a minute, they're, they're, now the government's actually telling us they have these radar uh, signatures. Let, let's get down to what a UFO is, though. A UFO is not necessarily then, not a spaceship. By any means. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily a spaceship filled with aliens from a different yeah. planet or right. anything like right. that. Um, you're just talking yeah. about an unidentified flying object, which could, which could be right. a bunch of different things, right? It could be something that our government has put together. It could be something that a foreign government has put together. Is that fair? Absolutely. That's Yeah, and I think that's a great point, Mike. Uh, you know, I've been looking into this because I – I've always been fascinated by, you know, aeronautics, space flying, and, you know, and I wanted to understand this, but based on what they've shared from the government now, and people can look this up, so don't take my word for it, but these things are coming from literally outer space, entering our radar at around 80,000 feet, going down, going into the ocean at times, being tracked by some of our 
subs traveling underwater at great speeds. Um, you know, this is all documented out there. There's people who have come out from the government. So who, like you said, but the thing is, is that our stuff? You know, it could be. We know about Skunk Works, Area 51, you know, um, various aircraft coming out, uh, you know, that we never saw before, but that the government had. So hopefully it's something like that and it's ours. But if it's not and we have the whole world on lockdown right now and those things are out there, what, is, what does that mean given the, the current environment in the world, I think would be an important question. So maybe we'll see more sure. about that. Sure. Um, uh, was, then then you hear that. some people like uh, Tom DeLong. Remember him? He was the singer and the guitar player yes. from Blink-182, a very popular band when I was in high school. <laughs> back back yes. in the day yes. when yes. Lincoln was president, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but he is fascinated with this stuff. And really, his life's work has been dealing with UFOs. And he set up this special program. And right. uh, he's done a couple of interviews and the guy sounds out of his mind sometimes. Have you heard some of his interviews? I have listened to it. Yeah, I actually saw him on Joe Rogan a few times and uh -huh. um, you know, he does provide quite a bit of information. He did have on the Joe Rogan podcast with him. I forget the gentleman's name. We could look it up. But one of the top pilots that was out, um, the Tic Tac, the, the, the pilot who witnessed the Tic Tac information. Maybe we can look that up, but oh yeah. 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 So was when you Bob bring, Lazar on there as well, Bob Lazar was on another one and some of the stuff that he, yeah, I remember seeing him come out in the eighties and then more recently there was another documentary, you know, again, I've been interested in that stuff and, and wanted to understand the reality of it. So I looked at some of that. And one of the things that I thought was interesting that came out was the hand scanner that he mentioned at S4. Mm -hmm. um, off of the backside of area 51 on the Nellis range, the S four facility. And he did say back in the eighties that when he went in there, he had to put his hand in a scanner and it would literally scan the bones in your hand. The government came out at that time and said, that's, you know, make believe, but more recently in the other documentary, people came out with pictures of it and mm -hmm. some patent information on it, I believe. It's just a you scanner. Know, again, I don't though. Know. Yeah, it's a hand scanner, but it was a highly, you know, from looking at it, it looks like some technology that, you wouldn't have thought would have existed back then. I mean, is that is that that big of a deal though? I mean, we got to know that the military's got stuff that's way far advanced than than we know, right? Yeah, well, we definitely know that's true, right, Mike? Um, well, you know, since we've been talking a little bit in the past few weeks about the conspiracy theory stuff and decided to chat about it today, what, what do you make of this, Mike? I was looking at some stuff online and. Let me throw three things at you and you tell me which one you think is real. Feel free to chime in, Russ. You guys tell me if you mm -hmm. think one of these things is real. So later this year, the moon will rotate. And for the first time in world history, the dark side of the moon will be visible from the surface of the Earth. Um, I expect Pink Floyd fans should be pretty excited about that. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'd rather have one, the wall before that one. I'm still waiting on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tie-in. Yeah, we'll have to play that on the show when that happens. So the, the second one, Mike, in the coming weeks, a real fire-breathing dragon will be fired into space. Uh, the third one is MIT professors recently concluded that the number one is bigger than the number one. So out of those three, which one do you think is real? One of them's real. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, apparently uh, SpaceX is, is launching uh, a fire-breathing dragon into space. They have the Dragon crew, which is getting ready to launch soon to uh, go up to the space station to relieve the single U.S. astronaut that's up there and bring in a new crew. So 
there's a lot of stuff going on with space, especially with uh, SpaceX right now. They're also launching those uh, satellites for uh, the new satellites that are going up for um, Skylink, which is pretty interesting. There's already about 400 satellites that have been launched in the past few months. Yeah, interesting to keep an eye on that. I know that people have said stuff about new currency uh, potentially yes. coming from that, right. which, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. S certainly not lining up to have any chips put in me anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. Right. So what's yeah. your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, mine? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I, I think probably out of all of them, I'm most intrigued by what's been released about you know, the UFO stuff. So, you know, who knows what they are or where they're coming from. Most likely it's technology here on the planet, like you said, but I, I'm still trying to keep up with that one and see where it goes. Cause if there are some new rules of physics, um, that allow for that type of movement and travel, uh, mm -hmm. it would be pretty exciting and it would be life altering. And, you know, who knows, maybe that's where some of this is going with Trump. Maybe he's going to reveal some technologies to us that have been repressed for a long time. And that could be driving some of what's happening with the, the oil right now. Um, I mean, oil, they're, they're basically just they're paying people to haul it away. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 They're was, paying uh, they people to haul it away. There's like 35 bucks a barrel or something like that, where yeah. they, they had no place to put it, no place to store it. And it would have been cheaper for them to pay somebody to take it away. So that's exactly. what's going on. There's just yeah. they, there's no demand and nobody's driving. Right. right? So right. that on right. top of whatever was happening overseas that had impacted mm -hmm. the price of oil at that point in time. I mean, going back that far, it's probably been a month since then. Right. It's it's hard to, to keep counting today's <laughs> world, figure out where we are. In the month of the year, yeah. but it feels—it's probably about a month ago at this point where we were talking about that and the impact it would have on the economy and right. everything. And things—you right. know—hardly anybody's driven since then. So uh, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. What about? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah, on just a few days ago, it went from uh, $17 down to negative $53 a barrel, you know, negative for the, the, the big drum. So it's about 80 cents a gallon. They're giving people just to take it. So to, here's 80 cents, to take a gallon of gas. Wow. So it'll be fun to go to the pumps in, in a few uh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much get, did I just make? I filled in my tank. To, get paid to fill right. up, right? Uh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, crazy. Uh, here's the thing about conspiracy theories that gets me. It is very difficult to get people to keep a secret, right? Yeah. How many, how, how difficult is it if, if you've got some kind of movie that's coming out or if you've got some kind of news? I know when there's a, a big fight that's coming up, it gets always inevitably gets leaked. If they, sure. they tape any sporting event ahead of time, there's no stopping it from coming out. So right. how are we to believe that there are these things that happen out there and everybody stays silent forever and ever? Well, that's a great question. And I was digging into that because I wanted to understand that piece. And from what I can see, actually, quite a few people in the government have come out. There's a gentleman by the name of Dr. Greer. And again, I don't know you know, how much of this stuff is 100% true, but these are former government officials who come out um, talking about being in these, these secretive programs and seeing things and being witness to things uh, that haven't been revealed to the public yet. So he has quite a few people on his website that have come out publicly. And I think he has hundreds more who are still 
behind the curtains, but that may come out at some point. So, um, but it seems like they keep that pretty quiet because most people, you know, like us who have jobs and are doing things, and I know how busy you are, Mike, with your various law offices and all the stuff you're doing for your clients, you don't have time to look into that stuff. And unless it's right in front of your face as a factual thing to see and touch, it's very difficult to get. Absolutely. Like it's, a, it's a lot to dig into yeah. these things. And and like it, it really is. you get obsessed, it becomes like and not even a hobby beyond a hobby for a lot of these people. You ever talk to any Bigfoot people, right? They get super into Bigfoot. Yes, I've seen some of that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and that, they'll look at all this footage and everything like that. Uh, sometimes you look at a, a clip, you know, that's, that's obviously a person in a costume or whatever else it may be. But there are people yeah. who, who really devote a lot of time to trying to figure this out. Sure. I mean, every time I go to Alaska, I bring my Bigfoot, Bigfoot uh, excuse me, costume. Just <laughs> I see people taking video. I'll run through the woods real quick. Just kidding. But uh, yeah, you're right, though. And who knows? Who knows? You know, we're always discovering new things. But yeah, that one, that one I don't know too much about. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time on that one and probably won't. But but yeah, good point. You're right. I mean, there's a lot of beliefs out there. Uh, and I think that's important for us all to look at this stuff individually and, and look at the, the facts, just like with the virus, because right now it's still up in the air what the numbers mean, in my opinion. Um, but and it's tragic because we do have people dying. So it's horrible. It's horrific. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. At, at what point is it, you know, the government told a lie or we didn't get the full story? Does it become... Between that and a full-blown conspiracy theory, do you have to have a whole lot of people involved? Like Bridgegate with Chris Christie, is that a conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it turned out to be uh, true, right? So it, it was true, a, right? You yeah, know, they so, had a yeah, lot of players much, involved and everything. Like that. Well, yeah. It appears to there's there have been cases people have uh, lost in court over that stuff. You know, it's been proven in court. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, you bring up a good point because so much um, can be done behind closed curtains, especially at the government level. And we know, you know, they even tell us, listen, we're not going to tell you everything. I mean, I learned a little while ago that even the president doesn't have clearance to access everything in the government uh, computers. You know, it's interesting that our president, any president for that matter, wouldn't have access to that. Um, so, you know, he can't just stop into area 51 and check on folks and see what's going on out there, which maybe there's some reason, valid reason, but he's our elected official, whether it's him or any other president, I would think they should kind of know what's going on there. They, they have the codes for the nuclear weapons. Uh, am I wrong? <laughs> It'd be a shame to do something like that. And you only have half the story, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, um, oh, no, that wasn't quite what it seemed. <laughs> right. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, that. Um, so it's a great point, Mike, you know, and, and there's so much information out there and a lot of it is misinformation. Well, well how about this? How about this? How about uh, after Benghazi taking place, them coming out and telling us oh, it was all about a video? Is that a conspiracy theory or is that just the government lying? Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I, I'd have to dig he back said, into that. Oh, there was this YouTube video and it insulted right. their religion, and that's what this is all about, which is total nonsense. You know, that was yeah. a totally bogus story, and they knew yes. it was bogus. They knew it. Yeah. They they knew it was bogus. So is that just the government lying, or is that a conspiracy theory? I'm trying to figure out, uh, you know, where you cross into different territories. Or do they try to really blur those lines so that when they do tell little lies like that, and I don't think that's a little lie, but is a single lie as opposed to 
something uh, entirely massive where you've got lie after lie and a bunch of different players, right? Sure. I think that's more of uh, what we view as a conspiracy theory. But do they they push this out there so that way when people say, ah, you know what, I'm not sure this was about a YouTube video, that they can say, ah, you're just a conspiracy theorist, aren't you? You, you know, they compare right. you to, to all kinds of people. Even Alex Jones has been correct on a lot of things people have told, said he was crazy about, right? Like things like that's Pizza right. Game, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how many people I've heard say, "Ah, oh, Pizzagate, that's that's not true. That's been debunked. It's like, what are you, what right. are you talking about? Did you watch right. the, the WikiLeaks, right? Did you read the WikiLeaks about all these conversations taking place? Uh, yes. I'm going to have uh, you know, people yeah, showing up. Door, right? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, is this something that needs to be talked about? That you got these coded messages talking about pizza maps and things like that and these these hacked emails? What is that all about? You can't say that that's totally normal and just brush it off. Uh, I mean, there's got to be some yeah. kind of explanation for that, no? Because the answer was never from the other side, oh, this wasn't true. These emails right. are fake. It was, oh, they, they got it through the Russians. That that was the answer. It wasn't, oh, these are not really my emails. These are doctors. Somebody uh, messed with these things. It was, oh, you know, I don't like the way they got them and they shouldn't be putting them out there. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah, I was looking into that um, myself a little bit when we talked about it. And I think one of the messages even said, I'd like a pizza for half an hour or something like it's totally out of context. You don't get a pizza for an hour. I mean, right. Am I wrong there? I mean, when I, when I eat my pizza, it takes about five minutes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, good pizza. You know where to get good pizza. That's why. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, what how about the, that uh, documentary, uh, the out of the shadows? You saw that Mike, right? That documentary that was released recently. By the, I did. I did. Man. Very yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, well, that. you know, this is another thing where if you believe some of this stuff or you talk about some of this stuff, people say you're crazy, don't they? Right. They you're do. conspiracy they... theorists. Talk right. about, uh, you know, satanic symbols, demonic symbols that are used by some of these elitists and over yeah. in whether it's over in Hollywood or, or it's in government. What did you think about that? Yeah, I thought it was compelling to watch because he was an insider, you know, as a stuntman. He worked with some of the top folks and he had access to things and went to, you know, occasions, events, parties, and was around folks. So it's very compelling. And I think that, you know, the more we see of this, especially right now, there's so much going on, obviously, with the, you know, the virus, and then, you know, uh, everything going on at the government level, and this stuff coming out and talking about sealed indictments, and, you know, um, child abuses, and, you know, things of that nature. So why is it that all this stuff is culminating at one time? That reporter who, had figured all of this stuff out and was reporting on it. And that poor lady was was called crazy, right? Um, right. That's and people right. were going after. It was really uh, a shame. Uh, but she was one of the only people who was willing to go out there and say all this stuff and say, no, this hasn't right. been debunked. Just because some crazy guy tried to do something crazy as a result of whatever happened doesn't mean that you know what we've seen – isn't true, but I've seen so many people say, "Ah, oh, you know, that's been debunked. That's not true at all." And you know, there's right. stuff out there that's certainly questionable. And to just shut up and not talk about it at all, in right. fear of being labeled as something like this, I don't think is a good thing. I don't think that that is what this country is all about. Well, I think that's why President Trump has been calling companies like Comcast. Concast, you know, because they have so many media outlets under their umbrella and they're controlling the story and the narrative. And we know that's happening. 
Have you seen those videos of a bunch of different news stations and the reporters are saying the exact same things? Like the anchors are literally saying word for word the same exact thing for yes. a particular story. Isn't that, that kind of creepy? It, it is creepy. And, I, you know, it's interesting when they have like 20 of them up playing right. simultaneously they, because they've, they've just got a script. Yeah, they've been fed that information, yeah. It's it's great. I could guarantee you nobody else on the planet is saying the crazy things that me and you are saying, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they better start. Nobody out there. This stuff stuff can't be canned. What about the Bohemian Grove? You know about that? These rituals with these elitists? There was footage. I think Alex Jones pulled up footage of, of that. He actually found it. You got these... Uh, high-level people participating in these strange rituals and this secluded property wearing these strange costumes and setting things on fire. Have you seen anything like that? I've seen some of that. Yeah, I need to look into it a little more, but um, it, I think they were doing some of those uh, spirit cookings and stuff at that too, right? Wasn't that part uh, of that? Part? Spirit cookings? There was, yeah. uh, what, was, what was that lady all about? There, they, there's always, with those kinds of people, imagery of cannibalism, right? And, right, and right. Bad things when it comes to children and stuff. And right. when you watch that documentary, they say that uh, people are starting to slip things into the TV, so that way you get uh, acclimated to it, so to speak. Yeah. Have you noticed that since you watched that documentary? I, I have to some degree, yeah. And some of the symbols they talked about, I've noticed a few times now, and you know, some of the references with the big media outlets and and. Uh, you know, including Disney, some of the things that they mentioned in there about that. So, yeah, it's it's intriguing to think about. I hope it's not true, but it certainly I was watching a family sitcom the other day, and it was one of those ones on Netflix when going through it, binging through it on a weekend or whatever it was. Okay. And I noticed that the, the mom was a real estate agent, and she was talking about how one of her clients, uh, Mr. Whoever, is a Satanist, and he's really hoping that we can change the address legally to 666-something. And and uh, the canned laughter goes off when she says it. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I just watched right. this Out of Shadows documentary, and it seems like they're slipping this in. And then I noticed throughout right. the show they're trying to slip in other political things, uh, you know, making people like AOC seem like a hero to the, the children on the on the program. Right. And all kinds of these these other things in, making it seem like the leftists are, are the good guys. Um, but I just thought that was something else, how they're slipping this in that makes it look like, oh, yeah, in r- real life and regular sitcom worlds, there are Satanists and that's OK. Right. That's what they're pushing, sure. pushing out there subliminally. It, really, you can't unsee it once you watch Out of Shadows. You can't yes. stop looking for it. Right. You'll you'll notice it in many more places than you have in the past. I totally agree. It opens your mind a bit to be more aware of those things. And. You know, you start to connect the dots. And, you know, that's one of the things I've personally really been trying to look at as we've been talking about this on the show is connecting the dots, because there are so many different things going on right now. We know the virus is real. And it sounds like, you know, as we talked about over the past few weeks, it looks like they are confirming now it came out of that viral institute, uh, you know, the Wuhan Institute and, and was, uh, you know, manufactured over there, engineered, if you so will. So no bats. Yeah, there were no bats in the wet market. So it's, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that and the dates being wrong and it getting over here and, you know, the currency, the oil, you know, the stuff coming out um, out of the shadows. There's so many things going on. It does sort of begin to beg you to ask those questions. Is there more to this? You know, it just doesn't feel right. Like a lot of what's going on doesn't 
feel right internally. Would you agree? Do you feel that way, Mike? Well, you know, you hear people talk about uh, what's really going on, right? We we don't right. know what's really going then on. We don't. And then I we definitely, don't. Th- I really, I, I truly believe that we're going to find out that we've already found out that some of these details we believed at the outset weren't 100% correct. And I think sure. every kind of situation like this, that's going to be true, right? Even with, with 9-11, so, uh, for example. And there are people, uh, conspiracy theorists, who are obsessed with 9-11. We're not going to get into it on this program because I think that's something that's a little too um, – you don't want – got to be very careful the way you sure. talk about 9-11. As somebody who you know grew up in New York City and was in New York right. City and you know, I, the, the kid who was sitting next to me in class when we found out, his father – was a fire captain with FDNY who did not come home that evening. So oh, I do gosh. not take that lightly, lightly at all. Sure. Uh, but we certainly know that a hundred percent of what the government told us wasn't true, right? There's the certain, right. the meaning they did not tell us the complete truth throughout the entire process. There were things that came out later on that were contrary to maybe uh, what was involved with the original story. So I'm not saying right. that it was all sham or anything like that, but there were things we found out that that weren't true. And I'm sure at the very least that's going to happen with this. It already has to some degree with the things we're finding out regarding China, regarding the origins. Uh, right. But how far will it go? Does it mean that, okay, China didn't provide us with accurate information and China uh, – you know, started the virus in a lab as opposed to in this wet market? Or is it going to be something like China did this on purpose? Is it going to be something right. like, you know, they manufactured know. this and they wanted to spread it around the entire world, particularly the United States, how devastating it's been to the economy over here um, sure. when when it's fu- functioning at the best it's ever been, really. You know, at, at a time when when we're really on top of the world, to throw this in there, really throw a wrench in everything, is that intentional? And then why did they end up stopping the spread uh, to such a degree as opposed to over here? Either one, are they lying about the numbers, which we know they are. It's just a matter right. of how much they're lying about it. Number two, did they have some kind of mechanism to control the spread? Right. If they're the ones who are inventing this and putting out there. Are they right. also in possession of something, uh, some knowledge that uh, helped them effectively control it that we don't know because, you know, we're right. working on reverse engineering rather than we built the thing, we know how to do it. So, or does it go even further? You got people talking about this Q stuff. You hear people talk about Q? Yeah, actually, uh, I know some folks who follow it very closely, and I've talked to them, and I have looked at it a bit myself. And I can tell you, I find it very intriguing, Mike, um, at the number of things that have been listed in some of those posts that, you know, eventually come true. You know, like what? Because I'll tell you, I I have a lot of people. The the whole concept of Q. uh, When you probably know better than I, I do. But Q is supposedly is this in government high level insider, right, who leaks information to people telling us a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes and what to look out for. Is that a fair way to describe it? I think that's a real fair way to describe it, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah on these Internet uh, on an Internet forum, it goes out there. Let's it gives everybody a heads up. Hey, here's what's really going on. Keep an eye out for this. The good guys are winning. This is what the good guys are doing. Um, but there have been things that have come out from Q that have not come to fruition, for example. And 
really so, disappointing because if you're if you're somebody who believes in the greater good and you're a patriot, the thought of having somebody on the inside who is telling you it's going to be okay, we're working on you know taking down the swamp and we're working on. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking down all these evil folks behind the scenes and it's going to be magnificent right. one day. That's a really, really exciting prospect. It's hard not to want to believe that all that's going on. Uh, sure. But there have been things that haven't come to fruition. For example, so, uh, you know, Jeff Sessions is going to uh, take all these people down and he's just pretending to be somebody who's not playing ball and everything like that. And then you'll see one day that all this is going to come out that he's this absolute warrior and everything like that that didn't happen right and then you heard about uh this stuff was going to happen these days of darkness and how darkness was spelled wrong did you see that i've seen some of that stuff yeah and it seems to be like coded messages and and to your point some of the videos seem to really go pretty far to to code this stuff but some of it does seem to sync up at points too so um somebody's putting a lot of effort and trouble into it but t- uh, yeah, tell me, yeah. tell me, what has Q said that that's come true? What what has he said that's come true? Because uh, the stuff that really has gotten me excited and I've heard about hasn't come to fruition. And it's really, but it's, it's a letdown. Not to say that I'm sitting there expecting it to happen, but you got to think in your head, boy, it would be nice if this would happen, right? It would be nice if the government had this plan to take down all of these people who are harming children and everything like that, and there's going to be. Uh, a bunch of children whose lives are saved and everything like that. That would, that would be great, wouldn't it? I think it would. You know, it would. And uh, to your point, you know, maybe in a future episode, um, you know, we could talk about it in more detail. I'd still like to dig into the Q stuff more. I'm not, not as familiar with it as a lot of other people might, to be honest with you. But I have seen things that, you know, piqued my interest, especially more recently. But, um, yeah, maybe we could circle back around that and I could see if we could – definitively find, you know, some things that correlate. It certainly appears that way on the surface, but I'd rather speak with more factual knowledge on that, you know, in the future. Maybe we can come back to it. What do you think? Yeah, that would, that would be fun. Much lighter. Or we note. could have somebody on. Maybe we could even, yeah, maybe we could All find right. somebody who's more of an expert on that particular a, aspect a, a of it. Q expert? Show too. <laughs> yeah. A Q expert, yeah. A maybe Q we'll Q, the actual Q. The actual Q. <laughs> right, that would be interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. On a lighter note. How about this whole baseball sign stealing thing that we've found out? The report just came out about the Red Sox and their sign stealing program. And obviously we know what happened with the Houston Astros and they had all these illegal sign stealing operations going on with videotape and everything like that. And the year that they won the World Series. And when you see things like that, uh, you know, when they were accused at the outset, the managers say, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, nobody's stealing signs. That's that's preposterous. You know, right. And right. accuse us of that. And then it comes out that it's actually true. Uh, that, that could be considered a conspiracy theory. Right. If somebody's saying, oh, they've got this whole plan where they they videotape these guys and they figure out the signs and then they they bang on a trash can to give the hitter the signal <laughs> so he knows what right. pitch is coming. And be yeah. like, ah, that's ridiculous. No way that's really happening. And it turns out that it was. So I right. think that's just a, a little example, maybe not serious in the grand scheme of things. I think with respect to baseball as a former baseball player, I think that it's the utmost serious uh, thing that could happen as far as the game goes. I think that it's worse than steroids. The the, the sign stealing was absolutely worse than steroids. 
absolutely worse than Pete Rose gambling on his own team as a manager. Um, right. And the punishments were way, 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 way too light on these folks who got caught. But yeah. I think it's a, an example to a smaller scale, something that's not as serious, big picture as, hey, when some people uh, connect the dots, as you said, and come yes. out with these these theories, right? Sure. Maybe, you know, maybe we shouldn't call them crazy at the outset. Maybe we should take a look and, and investigate and look at things objectively. Maybe don't be blinded by conventional wisdom. Is that a good thing? To, a good way to put it? I love the way you put that, Mike, and it makes sense, you know, and, and and I suppose that's why earlier I was saying, you know, look into these things yourselves. Don't believe, you know, me or, or, or any of us for that matter. Definitely don't believe research. Billy Chris. Yeah, don't believe me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making stuff up all the time on the air. It's kind of fun. But uh, no, it's uh, but it's interesting. And, you know, you know, Mike, even if a small percentage of the stuff in the future proves to be real, then, you know, that's a concern, too, because why is this information being uh, so manipulative and it's such important? Um, you know, topics, if you will, you know, uh, they're life changing. Some of them are life altering and, and would impact our, our society and, and our future, you know, especially if certain technologies are being re repressed from us. Um, you know, maybe we don't need oil so much, you know, we really haven't needed oil for a long time. You know, we've had some technology, you know, the electric technology that's been in existence. Yeah, but, but oil, I mean, in fairness, you, you got to understand that I went to law school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so I know a little bit about oil. You, you yeah. have to. You have yeah. no choice but to know a little bit about oil. And yeah. oil is far beyond just engines. There, You know, oil, the oil and gas industry impacts just about everything that we do, not just transportation right. as far right. as engines go, right? Think about electricity. People think you, you turn a switch and the electricity comes out of the wall. Well, no, it's either at a plant where you've got coal or you've usually got natural gas in a lot of these mm -hmm. situations these days. Or, you know, with respect to the oil, you know, plastics, all kinds of different materials come from oil. So it's not necessarily just the mode of transportation, but I got what you're saying. Right. And the reason I think that and I think you just solidified to some extent, Mike, I'm glad you mentioned that, because that shows the value in the oil, you mm -hmm. know, and, and if that went away, um, you know, I know that back in the 70s, there were cars that could get 50 miles to the gallon equivalency, electric cars mm -hmm. that perform almost to what the current Teslas perform. And they were repressed. That's something that took place. And we've seen other technologies. And that's because so much money goes through that oil system. And also, when we went to a fiat currency, you know, we went to the OPEC dollar. And now that oil's in the negative, you know, our dollar is, is imp impacted in a big way. So I, it wouldn't surprise me right now. That'll come back. I mean, that, that's, that's got to eventually come it back. Has oil and gas. A little bit, yeah. It's got to, though. I mean, people are going to, to yeah, be. Yeah. Oil. They're going to need oil. No two ways about it. Talk about conspiracy theories leaving everybody on a thread. Somebody told sure. me one time that uh, you've got engines that could run on water and they were destroyed or people were killed right. or put out or anything like that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Or people who have machines that can cure cancer, right? You get in the machine sure. and you get no more mm -hmm. cancer, but they, they destroy the machines and they kill the person. I think that's uh, unfortunately we can't really elaborate on it. That's all the time that we've got for today. Stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy, I'll be joining as your legal analyst. Take care, stay safe, treat yourself to a nice bowl of mustard. <laughs> be safe, everybody.